friends. It's Thursday. It's May 19th, and this is another edition of Unfathomable Grace. My name is Joe Franks. I'm the preaching minister at Horizon Church in Greenville, South Carolina. And every week, just try to find something to encourage you from the scriptures. Yesterday in a meeting, someone asked me what I did, and I say, pretty much all I do is give grace. I give grace to people. I show love to people by telling them God's law. That's not always helpful because the law points them towards their sin and shows them their need of Christ. But ultimately, that's gracious to point someone to their need of Christ. Then I grace by giving them the gospel. So I grace by giving the law. Then I grace by giving them the gospel, God's solution to their sin performance problem. And then what do I do from that point on? I grace with hands, with a cup of cold water, with friendship, with fellowship, lots of tangible ways that I grace. And then we grace by teaching the whole counsel of God. We grace by then taking those saints who do not have to perform to keep the relationship they have been given freely by Christ, but they want to know how to walk in faith and how to enjoy the blessed life of Psalm 1. So we go back then to the counsel of God. We go back to the law and help them understand how to daily walk in love and worship. So all I do for a living is grace people. And I hope this podcast graces you. In Mark 11, verses 15 through 17, it's written, And they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold and those who bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold the pigeons. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. And as he was teaching them, he was saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. Do you see the power of Jesus? On Sunday, he marched in Jerusalem as Israel's great king. He marched in with pomp and ceremony and style and courage. It's easy to see the power of Jesus you see the sorrow of Jesus. He pauses as he approaches the city, and there he cries over the sinful condition of his nation, his people, and those horrible consequences coming over the horizon. Here we see the anger of Jesus. On this Monday, he comes into the temple, and we see him turning the tables over and removing those are violating his father's will. Yes, according to God's design, the temple was to be the father's house. It was to be sacred space with priests and water and fire, sacrifices, furniture, candles, incense, bread, and praying worshipers. But instead, the Father's house had become a museum for the glory of King Herod. It had become a shortcut, a farmer's market, a bank, a den of thieves. And it was to be a Father's house of prayer for all nations, but it had become a racist club, preferring those of Hebrew ethnicity. 
Uh, so we see the power of Jesus in his marching into the city, the sorrow of Jesus as he cries, the anger of Jesus as he turns over tables, and then comes the judgment of Jesus. As he observes their holy, unholy worship, he's consumed with righteous rage. White-hot indignation flows from him as he drops the hammer of judgment. He flexes his mighty arm. He cleans house. He fashions a whip. He turns over tables. He makes a scene. He drives out the bankers, outs the marketers, gets rid of their product, closes down the shortcut, and he condemns Israel's leader. Yeah, the judge was in the house. He's not to be played with. The one who excommunicated Adam, the one who flooded the earth, the one who poured out fire and brimstone, the one who salted Lot's wife, the one who plagued the Egyptians, the one who swallowed up Korah, the one who annihilated the Canaanites, took off the head of Goliath. He's in the house. He's the one who sends pigs off the cliff. He causes a fig tree to wither and die, and he promises the destruction of Jerusalem. Yeah, the judge was in the house. He's the one who will crush the head of Satan and send the evil one and all his disciples into the lake of fire. And Jesus, the judge, he shows a bit of his intolerance towards the holy, unholy, the W-H-O-L-L-Y, the holy, unholy worshipers who are occupying the Father's house. And he is filled with righteous indignation. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, you see the power of Jesus, the sorrow of Jesus, the anger of Jesus, and the judgment of Jesus. But do you see the gospel mercy and grace of Jesus? Why is he there in the first place? On this mission, he did not come to condemn because the world was condemned already. Why was the Son of Man back in Jerusalem? He who knew no sin and he who hated sin with a passion and he who still hates sin with all of his being was ready to become sin for his spiritual family. He who was the judge was ready to pour out his judgment upon himself. He who was holy, holy, holy was about to be declared holy, unholy, W-H-O-L-L-Y. He who was angry towards sin was ready to receive the condemnatory wrath of the Father. He who threw down the, rip, the whip that day was in a couple more days to receive the lashes on his back. Yes, he who communed rightly and richly with the Father and prayed without ceasing, he was about to be excommunicated as he yelled, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And why? Jesus was in Jerusalem that day that we who are holy, unholy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, might be declared holy, holy, holy. That's who we are 
we who are found in Christ Jesus. Jesus.